Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl, Queen Intimacy, and today is June the 18th. It is Sunday. It is 2023. It is also Father's Day. So this is going to be a special Father's Day podcast. It is. It is, it is, it is. Um, I am having a little, uh, what do we want to call it? challenge today it's challenging today because it is father's day um so last year i am this wouldn't be the first father's day without my father this would be the second one But last year on this day, I spent it with my sister, who is no longer here. And so, (sighs) yeah, it's a little tough. It's a little tough. Um. Today is also my other sister's birthday. I know, wow, right? (laughs) Um, The sister that I I just spoke about the other day, Miss Yonisa McCullough, also known as Miss Storm. Today is her birthday, so happy birthday, sister. I love you. Hope you are enjoying your day. Um... Man, what a day. I'm actually not spending this day with anyone. Um, I can't wait till I get to a place where I can, like, actually go and do something for myself on days like this. Um, But that's outdoors, like, that's outside the house. But... we'll get there the idea you guys is for us to find some hope in our hearts to get to the days that we don't have to spend feeling the same way you know what I mean so like even though today could be challenging because it's Father's Day but we have to look forward to um, better Father's Days like at some point there will be um, a Father's Day that won't feel like this one. So if you are struggling, man, just know that every Father's Day isn't gonna feel like isn't gonna feel the same every Father's Day, you know? Just know that um, you're loved and that your father is proud of you. And that he sees you, still believes in you, all of that, all of that. He's still smiling at you, you know? So, you know, when you, as you get through this day, you know, just know that you're doing the best that you can and that's good enough. And nothing is expected of you today but to be able to just get through today. 
No matter how you feel, make sure you feel loved today. Make sure you feel that. You can be sad today. You can cry today. It's okay to do that. If you don't want to be okay today, it's okay to not be okay. You can do that. And it's okay to do it. Whatever you feel like doing today, don't hurt anybody though. But whatever you feel like doing today, if you feel like screaming, you feel like throwing a tantrum, if you feel like being spoiled and pampered and go do that. You do it, you just make sure you do it. You do it for yourself. Don't expect anyone to do anything for you at all. Nobody owes us anything whatsoever. And yes. We, we, we have a desire as a human to want someone to be there for us. But you got to be careful with that. Because right now, when I look around, I don't see anybody. And sometimes you're going to be forced to just get through it and deal with it the best way that you can. Because you have to be grateful for what you have. See, even though I look around and I don't see anyone, I still have to be grateful for just being able to to be here. Be grateful because I woke up. Be grateful that you woke up. Be grateful that you can feel. Be grateful that life hasn't made you so bitter, so sour that you can't even be in this moment. Don't expect anything from anyone. What you should do is expect it from yourself. Nobody knows better than you how you feel about you right now. It's just you and God. And sometimes that's the point. Sometimes the point is for us to be alone. Sometimes the point is for us to be alone and deal and just deal with God. That's our father too. Everyone else is not our father. So everyone else isn't going to fill that void. It'll never be filled the way you want it to be filled. People can only do the best that they can. And sometimes when we're hurting and when we're grieving, we, we put this weight on the individuals around us as if they don't understand. And they, they do. They get it. That understanding is knowing that we're hurt. They understand that we are hurt. They understand that 
were going through something, but they also are coming from a place that they can't do anything about what what's happening to us and what we're dealing with. And even in this moment, we have to show people that grace too. We can be heavy at a time like this. Our emotions, our weight. So even inside this moment of desiring someone to be there for us, because we believe that's what people is supposed to do, but you have to understand that people don't always know what to do for a situation that they can do nothing about, for a pain that they can never take away. Because you have to be honest with yourself. People can comfort you all day long, but it's still, it still will never feel like it's enough. It will never take us where we want it to take us. That's not their job. We're supposed to take care of ourselves. So if you are like me right now and you're feeling pretty alone, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with feeling alone. There's nothing wrong with being alone. Fill yourself up. Go look in the mirror and go find your father. The best thing that I can do is whenever I miss my dad, I look in the mirror and I see him and as many times as I look in that mirror that's as many times as I get to see him now as hard as that is to say that is my comfort and the only reason why it's hard to say because I want to see him in his own flesh Right now, I can't do anything but embrace what I have and be grateful for what I have. Sometimes we need space and we don't know it. I just wanted to be here a little bit today, spend some time with the people who have lost their father,
I just <laughs> I just desperately wanted to show up today because my dad was my hero <laughs> and my father is first man that I ever fell in love with he is my soulmate he is my spiritual and emotional and mental twin um (laughs) when I say my dad is my everything he's my everything he's dope my dad is dope my dad is super dope father is also a man of God so even though his flesh isn't here I have never lost him if anything I found a different way to become even closer to him especially now that I've decided to surrender my life and really focus on having a relationship with God. And as I build this relationship and foundation with God, I also realized that I am doing it for not just my dad, but actually both my parents that I'm building here. And I'm honoring him And now because I'm honoring God, I'm honoring my parents and myself. All of the things that give me identity, that make me who I am today. Because see, if it wasn't for God giving me the parents that he gave me, I can't say that I'd be this person. (laughs) You know, I can't say that. So... As I grow to honor God and this foundation and really embracing who I am and who I'm becoming, um, I can't say that I would have any joy, but I'm grateful that I do have it. And I'm grateful that no matter what or where you know, I'm going or how I'm feeling or what my struggles are. I'm grateful that I can still feel God being present. I can still feel God holding me. Um, When I'm crying, I can can feel God wiping my tears for me. I can see my dad wiping my tears for me. I can feel so much. I can feel my dad disciplining me still. I can feel God disciplining me, you know, like I can feel everything. I'm I'm growing up and I I love the way that it's feeling, but I'm growing up. (laughs) And I'm 100% happy about where I'm at right now. And of course, yes, we have our days. I have my days.
but they're 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 my days are literally they're not sad or dragging and you know there's not a lot of suffering in my days I just have moments that are challenging is how I how I word that you know, I got books and stuff. They're helping. I come here and I read to you guys. <laughs> you know, we have these moments. This isn't the podcast. This isn't the episode that I'll be reading on. So I'll actually come back tonight and I'll read. If I don't come back tonight, please don't hold it against me. It is Father's Day. This is a day for me. Um, I don't know um, right now what spirit wants me to do as far as um, what type of messages I'm going to send out today. I, I am committed to being here every day, but um, sometimes we do have to um, take time for ourselves and get ourselves together mentally, especially when we're teachers, so that we can be effective because right now I'm teaching me. Um, you guys are just caught in the midst of it. <laughs> but I'm teaching me something right now I'm learning for myself um I can see that God doesn't put many teachers in my life (laughs) um but I have you know I'm not gonna say that I don't have teachers like I do I have teachers I have a few um maybe two maybe three and um they have been enlightening me and loving me and being honest with me and assisting me and I have been listening to them and um, because I have listened to them I am learning and I am transforming and growing and I love that (laughs) I love that for me and so um, sometimes that's just where we are but I definitely came here because you know I just wanted to give a little love, you know what I mean? Be what I don't have. I always say that to you guys. Because I want you to understand how healing that is. Is becoming what you don't have. And since I don't have anyone to come and talk to me, then I gotta talk to me. And since I gotta talk to me, you gotta hear it. I'm not talking to myself alone anymore, okay? I'm not doing that. But, <laughs> um, I, you know, it's important for me to come here and no matter how difficult the day is, at least, you know, try to smile for you guys. I know it's a lot of you who don't feel like smiling today. Um especially if you're dealing with the same thing that I'm dealing with, um, missing your dad. Um, I know today is difficult. Um, like I can feel your heart, you know, that, that piece of your heart that's broken. We share that together. So I can feel your heart. I understand your pain from an empathetic place. I am in your shoes right now in this moment. I am you and you are me. 
I'm going to help push me through it. And through that, I hope I'm helping you get through it, push through it. Now, this would never be enough for you because you got to do it for you. But it may comfort you just a tad bit, just a little bit. It might not be a great big impact, but just a little bit. And that's enough. It is. So again, again, when you're really missing someone, especially on a day like this, Father's Day, because you lost your father and he meant so much to you. Just go look in the mirror and see him and spend some time with him. You don't need anybody else to do that. That's just you and him. Remember those moments where it was just you and him and y'all hang out and y'all would hang out together. Y'all would have deep in depth conversations. And he would speak life into you and give you wisdom. You can do that. You can still have that moment. He'll still talk to you. He'll come right through your spirit. And you will hear him. But you have to create that space. So if you're struggling today, create this space so that your father can get to you. Go look in the mirror so that you can see him there with you. It helps. I didn't say that it would cure you or heal you. I said it helps. It does. It helps me every single time I miss him. Being able to look at myself and see his face. It warms my heart. Because I can feel my father hugging on me. And my dad gave the best hugs. My dad would hug you to your soul. God, he gave the best hugs. He would hug you to your soul. I'm such a daddy's girl (laughs) I am I'm such a daddy's girl like biased about my father such a daddy's girl when it came down to teaching me something and (laughs) when it came down to um (laughs) oh my god I would I would so I would always listen to him. No one else could penetrate me like my father could. No one else. But that's because I was him. He was me. He understood me. You know what I mean? So he knew how to reach me all the time. 
it was like my dad was the only one who had my number but well, here's the thing <laughs> metaphorically speaking because <laughs> this is the thing so my actual phone number my dad never called right he never called my dad never called me like seriously I think my dad called me like maybe I can count on one hand how many times my father has called me his whole entire life seriously he never called I was the I was the one that had to call him all the time which no big deal uh, but <laughs> but literally when I say he was the only one who had my number I mean he was the only one who knew how to reach me and I ain't talking about him dialing my phone number <laughs> to call me <laughs> I mean channeling me you know like from a, from a spiritual place my dad used to say all the time like I love hearing from you all the time. You don't really call and complain. <laughs> so I know that when you're calling me and you're complaining about something, I know you're really in a place because you don't really call and complain. You actually call and check on me, like actually call me and like he, he loved so many things about me and I love that he always shared it with me. Like I love that he never kept it from me. Like my dad didn't have a problem with, you know, letting me know the things that he loved so much about me. He used to agree with me a lot. Like that's the that's the that's the greatest thing is having in-depth conversations with my father and um he agreed a lot with the way that I process things, the way that I think. Like this is why I always say um when people ask me, you know, what's what's like my favorite feature or, you know, what do I love about myself the most? I always say like my mind. I like the way that I think. And that's because my father loves the way that I think. You know what I'm saying? Like my father loves my mind so much. He made me feel like I was super intelligent. Like I was a freaking genius. Like he knew what I was dealing with when it came down to my emotions and stuff like that because I'm him. But one of his most favorite things though was my mind like he loved that he loved my intellect and it made me love my intellect <laughs> like it does start at home I don't care what anybody told you but it starts at home when your parents dumping into you and digging into you and you know programming you you know you can tell how much excuse me you can tell how much um, you can get you get to see your parents have so much respect for you you know what I mean? And uh, your theories and the way that you, you process things and the way that you understand things, you know? And out of everyone in my whole entire life, my father was the only one that gave my mind respect because, you know, I grew up in a place where I was like, I had a learning disability and, you know what I mean? My dad was like, you're, you, you're all right. You're just like me. <laughs> no learning disability <laughs> what is it stopping you from it's, it's not gonna stop you from doing nothing that you're supposed to be doing watch it ain't gonna stop you from doing nothing you're supposed to be doing <laughs> like the way he used to have my back <laughs> because people did like I used, I did grow up with people where people were trying to kill my mind kill my mindsets but my dad was big on just talk to her if you just talk to her just talk to her just talk to her just talk to her he used to say that all the time 
I've heard him tell women that, especially when he was dating. I used to hear him tell women that all the time. Just talk to her. If you talk to her, you know, you'll get a different perspective. So you keep looking at her from, from the outside. You got to see her on the inside. And, I, and, and here's the thing. I, I, he used to say that because of the way I used to dress as a teenager. You know, it was like any other teenager. You know what I mean? Like, I barely wore clothes. <laughs> and he didn't like it, though. Like, he didn't like that. He didn't like that. My dad didn't like that. My dad used to be, put some clothes on. I'm a man. I'm your dad. Stop it. Stop coming around me dressed like that. It's disrespectful. Like, he said, <laughs> he'd get in trouble for it all the time. <laughs> my dad was not that dude. Like, he was not that dude. And he, oh my gosh, he used to really always get light into me about my clothes. Cover up. You ain't even gonna, gonna, you ain't gonna get married. You ain't gonna do this. You walking around outside like that. Are those your pajamas? <laughs> that looks like something you're supposed to sleep in. <laughs> Oh, goodness. He used to go off. <laughs> oh, God. He used to go off all the time about my clothes. But he always used to tell people, like, listen, don't be that outside. Don't, you you got to ignore her flesh. Like, she's... Ignore the flesh. You got to meet her inwardly. You can't meet her outwardly. That's the person you got to actually go into, you know, you, you're not getting nothing if you stop right there. Like you, you, you're not, you're not going to get anything. You can't let that get in the way. She's, she be protecting her mind. She will let you think that she's, she's, she's mindless. <laughs> he used to tell people my secrets. Like I used to fog people for a second with my presence, with, you know, the way that I look, I used to play on it. Like. Cause I didn't want people, I didn't want people getting to know me too much. I didn't want people to know like how smart I was. I, I will let you think somebody called it a blonde. I play the role of being a blonde. Um, no offense. Um, I don't want to offend anybody when I say that. Um, but people used to tell me, you know, people who could read me, people would say, you play the role, you play this role, this dumb and dumber role well. Like I have, <laughs> I have adapted to playing the ignorant. I have adapted to playing that role, but I'm not, I'm far, I'm far from it. I am. It's, it's literally a way of <laughs> protecting me though. Uh, sometimes I feel like when people know that you hold a certain amount of intelligence, they find you as a threat. And so sometimes people like to feel smarter than you. It makes them, it makes them do, you know, what they need to do. And it's like, okay, go ahead, do it. Cause I don't need to feel smart. I don't need to feel like something that I know that I already am. Like I'm not proving anything to you. So go ahead, go ahead, whatever you gotta do, whatever you gotta do to make you feel better. <clears throat> I'll step aside. Cause if I, if I flex this, if I flex this mental, if I really give it to you, I don't want you to feel bad about yourself in my presence. 
this is me this this was me in my please my people pleasing days i'm not like that now now it's like now it's now you get to see this work you know what i mean like not, now you get to see this mind now I'm, I'm ready to introduce this mind but every now and then i'm not gonna hold you like every now and then i will still play that a little bit like go ahead go ahead <laughs> carry on but see, I can't, like, if you're a person, though, that actually listens to the podcast, like, if you're a person that actually comes here, then it's like, ah, she is, ah, she been playing with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're supposed to give a person, you're never supposed to have your mind made up about a person yet, especially if you have not really got to know them and all sides of them and understanding them. You know, I only expect the people who can properly see me see, you know, to help me. But if you if you aren't looking enough to be able to assist me on my journey, then you're going to get what you get. You're going to get what you get. You're going to get what you believe in. You're going to get what you see. Your your mindset creates your reality. It doesn't create minds. Remember that. Your mindset creates your reality. It does not create minds. Your mindset is your truth. It is not my truth. Be careful with how you think. Be careful of your mindset when you meet someone. Be careful what you think about them. If you bring me into your thoughts, that has nothing to do with me. Or your thoughts. It has absolutely nothing to do with me. That's your mindset creating your reality. So then your reality comes to life. pick a mm-hmm. And what you can't do is you can't keep blaming people for your mindset, your reality. You created it. You have me in the midst of your creation. You're painting a picture and this is the picture you painted. I painted a picture and this is what I painted. If our pictures don't look similar, there's something wrong here. (laughs) Especially if we're painting pictures of each other. If you've painted a picture of me and and you've added this to it and you've added this to it and you've added this to it, and mind you, I have painted a picture of me already and I've given you the picture that I've painted of me. But here you come and you want to take your pen and you want to try to go into my picture. It doesn't work that way. No, 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 no. You got your own picture. You got your own canvas. You create whatever it is you see. And whatever it is you see becomes your reality. If you think less of a person, you get less of a person. If you think more of a person, you get more of a person. You really have to deal with the the doubting part because people tend to forget that you might have thought highly of a person, but you might not have thought highly enough. There was a piece and a pinch of a doubt here. That piece and a pinch of a doubt there is where is is what unfolds before you. If you actually deal with a person, you don't see any doubt. Congratulations. Peekaboo. <laughs> that might be a certainty. That might be a certainty. That might be a for sure thing. But if you deal with a person and you got this doubt somewhere, 
You can't you can't do that to people. And then you share it. You got the audacity to actually share it. You know what? I wasn't for sure about you. I didn't know. And then what happens? You plant that seed in their head because now they're sitting somewhere talking about why were you never sure about me? What did you think of me? Why am I here if you're not sure about me? And why did I have to prove it to you like you, like you, who are you? Then what happens? You quit the job. (laughs) Then what happens? You quit the job. Because you dealt with the person from, uh, from a place of doubt. Then they prove. Then they prove to you that they're that they're what you thought, and you're like, I knew it. Uh, you created it. <laughs> you knew it because you created it. Like it only happened that way because your mind set it up that way. That's why it's called mindset. Your mind set it up that way to happen that way. Back to Father's Day. <laughs> I'm not going to keep going. I'm not going to go in on you guys. I'm not, I'm not going to do that today. This is a Father's Day. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just talking about, you know, the fact that my father left my mind. And he, he knew. You know what I mean? Like, my father would watch me. <laughs> my father would watch me at work. He would watch me at work. You know what I mean? Like, literally watch me work it, work my mind, work myself. Every, this is why I tell people all the time, like everything I ever wanted, I got, there's, there's never been nothing that I didn't, that I wanted and I did not get, I got every single thing in life that I wanted. So if you don't think that I'm going to keep on getting the things that I want out of life, I'm just going to learn how to obtain it now. Like I know that I can get a lot of things because I've already got it. I haven't dated one person I didn't want to date. Like I literally would see a person I would see a person and I would be like, all right, that's my next one. Or I would make a wish like saying, I wish they was. And what would happen is eventually, and sometimes it would take years to happen, but eventually I would get them. Now it's about learning how to keep it. Like, cause my, cause my, I don't know what it is, but <laughs> I don't take the time to get to know people that I think that's where I'm failing at. Because had I taken the time to get to know people, I would have realized that some of these people that I wanted, I didn't want. And I, I, eventually that would change with my development. Like in that moment where I was at, I wanted them. But when I when I actually start to grow from whatever place that I'm in, from that place, I would realize that I no longer wanted to be with or around those people. And that's no matter what it is, that's either family, friends, or whatever the case may be. Like I would realize, oh, hey, I don't want to be around you. When I wanted you, I wanted you for that moment, for that time. As I grow, I grow and I learn that that's not actually what I want. Because it's not a short thing. Because I can look at it and I can see, I I, I put my own doubt. And once I pull my own doubt out of it, well, mindset, it creates, it it sets the stage. Mindset sets the stage. But I always feel like if I look at a person and I see a certainty, 
Like, oh my God, you're a necessity. You're necessary. I'm for sure. When I look at, uh, when I when I see that in a person, and trust me, I ain't seen that in nobody, but maybe, yeah. I'm gonna leave that there. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And it's always been like that. And that's, that's from, that's even from jobs. Like, that's even from a job. You know how long I wanted to become a leasing agent before I actually became a leasing agent? You know how that was like on my heart? And I ended up getting in that job. And, and, and that's why I rocked it out the way that I did. That's why I loved it so much. That's why I enjoyed it so much. Because I literally... I enjoyed it. I literally enjoyed it. Because I wanted it. And before I got in that position, I caught myself doing what... I, I, I I called myself title hustling. I title hustle. I went in workplaces and I, I would work my way up to being a lead. Uh, then I would work my way up to being a, um, a, um, uh, what was after lead? It was a, um, I can't remember right now. It's Father's Day. I'm, I'm pushing through stuff. Um, <laughs> but I did work my way up to lead. And then at some point I worked my way up into, into being, um, an assistant store manager. And then, um, I worked my way into being, um, property management and, um, leasing agent. And I, you know, I consistently kept, you know, working my way up to things, um, to set the tone about who I was. And even though like I had a learning disability, I still, because I had a passion at the job, I still knew that I might not be able to do everything effectively, but I would be able to do the main things effectively. Um, so I literally enjoyed, I literally enjoyed growing as a person and learning that I could create my own reality. And actually when I realized that when I realized I could, could I could create my own reality, I went back in my life and I thought to myself like, "Damn, I did create my own reality though." When I said I wanted to get married before 25, I was married at 22. <laughs> you know, when I said that I didn't think my marriage would make it till my 30th birthday, it didn't. Because I would look at him and I would look at the way that he was, he was like adjusting and processing life. And I'm like, it's not going to go. It's not going to, I mean, we're not going to make it till 30. We're not going to see 30 together. We just going to be for our 20s. It was cool. It was cool while it lasted. It was cool. Like from friendships to everything, like, when I wanted friends to come back into my life, they came back into my life. And then I realized why they, I, why it, it, they don't need to be back. 
when I realized that it was time to let go of friends, when I was when when it was time to just move on, move forward, get on with your life. So there isn't there there hasn't been a thing that I haven't gotten. Like there hasn't been a thing that I have not really experienced. I've experienced everything that I wanted to experience. I did. When I set the tone and said that I would travel more, I traveled more. Yeah. <laughs> I got to see more places. I got to go in more, you know, to more places. Now when someone asks me where all have you traveled to, I got some I got some places. I got a list. Before I started traveling, I didn't go anywhere. Like I hadn't been anywhere for real before I started traveling. Before I took my trip to Miami, I hadn't really been anywhere. I've been to like, I think before Miami, I went to like two places. After Miami, I went to a couple of places, you know, like a couple of places. Pretty cool. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I literally have literally, I have literally, you know, based off my mindset and where I was, I lived the life that I I wanted to live. No matter the suffering or any of that. And now that I know that I have that kind of control and that kind of setup and that kind of power, um, now it's important for me to literally live the life that I want to live that doesn't come with so much suffering. Now I owe that to myself. I owe it to myself to have, you know, to get to a place where um, the next time Father's Day rolls back around, I can buy me a a cake, you know what I mean? Or I can um, buy me a a blanket with my father's face on it, you know what I mean? Or I can, like, there's something that I could, there's, there's, I would like to do something for, to honor my father on a day like this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I like to take some type of, money and I like to take some type of money and actually yeah <laughs> and and actually do something major for my dad in honor of him maybe get a necklace uh, with his name on it, something. I would like to do something special, phenomenal for my dad. Maybe buy uh, some fishing poles or something. I don't know. But yeah, enjoy, enjoy it. I mean, really enjoy it. <laughs> so excited I I am excited that's what I have to do with today like I have to use today to look forward in the days that I you know the ways that I would like to spend this day I don't want to spend this day all alone every Father's Day I'm all alone like I want to be able to I don't know go to a restaurant and order something that I feel like my father will order or you know go shopping and cook something that I know my dad loved like my dad used to love my meatloaf okay I make a mean meatloaf I don't care who you are what you are that's 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 one of my dishes you know sorry if you don't eat meatloaf 
but it's okay. Um, I make a mean one. It's great meatloaf. And then um, my famous dish, that's what my famous dish is in, in the family, is meatloaf. My father loved banana pudding. That's his favorite. Um, you know, today would have been great to just, you know, grab, make a store run and go get some stuff to make banana pudding. Um, to make banana, banana pudding. My daddy loved it, you know. Um, I actually haven't had that in a while. But, um, yeah, darling, yes. <laughs> so, um, we, we don't want to just spend today, the day on moping around and being sad and you know what I mean? Like that's, these are the things that we can do. So in honor of Father's Day, if you are in a place where you are, you know, grieving and you want to feel comfort and things like that, you know, let's tap into what our dads love the most. Um, if you've got the opportunity to love your I mean, to know your dad and to love on him and have him love you back, just understand and think there are some people who don't know their father at all. Or there are some people who don't have a great relationship with their father at all. If you were lucky enough I don't want to use the word lucky, but if you were blessed enough to be able to have this relationship with him, just take today, and I know you're sad because I can feel you. I am too. But just take today and try to do something that your dad would do. It probably would feel better. I wish I could go fishing today. As girly as I am, I'll get dirty just to be just to be able to sit and feel like my dad's presence because he loved to go fishing. That was his thing. <laughs> Camping and fishing. <laughs> Cookouts and everything. He loved that. Oh, I miss him. I miss him. I miss him. I do. Dad, I love you. So much. (sighs) Life has definitely been different without you. finish rocking this thing out and bringing this thing home. But all in all, you guys, of course, and always, love yourself first so that everything after that is extra. I love you guys. Thanks for listening.